Have you ever felt like it's too late, you are too far gone to get started on a weight loss journey? If you feel that way, I want to encourage you today, you need to listen to this interview with one of our fit moms, Vicki, and I met Vicki through this podcast this past summer, and she's our very first Australian inside of our fit moms community, and she is such a blessing, you guys. And the other amazing thing is that she is 63, and we are believing and decreeing over her that she is actually reversing her biologic age as she surrenders all of this journey to the Lord. So without further ado, let's jump in. Hey, welcome to the Kingdom Fit Moms podcast, where we believe that you can go on a journey to lose weight for the last time. I know you've tried all the things and you may not believe me yet, but when you do weight loss the Kingdom Fit Moms way, everything changes. You're in the right place if weight is constantly on your mind, you're confused about food, you're missing out on memories, and maybe even putting your dreams off for another day because this weight struggle is no joke. We're a community and we're on a mission to invite God into this weight loss journey so you can shed the burden and shine your light. I want you to start living and believing in the version of yourself that heaven sees. Let's get started. Before we hear from Vicki today, we have some big news here in our Fit Moms communities, and I want to tell you about it and make sure it's all crystal clear so you know exactly what's happening in our world. So we are doing some rebranding and some changes jumping into 2024. So here's what you need to know. There are still two ways to be a part of our paid communities, Fit Moms Academy and Fit Moms Accelerator. Now, if you've been following for a while, I need to tell you that our communities are actually getting a name change because I think that it makes sense and you'll see why. So over the next few weeks, you will see inside of my free Facebook community, Kingdom Fit Moms, and over on Instagram, Kelsey Wickenhauser, and on the website, all these updates will be rolling out, but I wanted to tell you here first all that you need to know. So basically, Fit Moms Accelerator and Fit Moms Academy are swapping names. So now, moving forward, when you join Fit Moms Accelerator, this is our first program. It used to be called Fit Moms Academy. Now it's the Accelerator because it is a 10-week weight loss boot camp for Christian women. So if you feel like you need a kickstart to get healthy with Christ at the center of it all, and you're ready to really start developing that consistency and stop jumping off the bandwagon every time you get off track, or maybe you feel like you're tired of hiding, you want to start feeling sexy and confident in your favorite clothes again, you want this, you want a very step-by-step process to walk you through exactly how to get started with kingdom-minded weight loss for 10 weeks straight. If that is you, then the Fit Moms Accelerator is the place you want to be because it's going to accelerate you into that type of consistency that you're looking for. It is set up as a DIY course and you get a private Facebook community so you can work on it on your own weekly. You'll have modules released that tell you exactly what you need to do to start losing weight and to develop this sustainable system, um, the sustainable way of seeing health and weight loss so that you can really make this last. But maybe you're thinking, you know, Kelsey, that sounds great, 
but I'm all in and I really want help for longer than 10 weeks and I want to work alongside you and I want to work alongside your community. If that's you, then Fit Moms Academy, previously called Fit Moms Accelerator, is the place you want to be. Academy seemed like a more fitting name for a six-month group coaching program. So this is the place for all of you women who are like, you know what, I am ready to lose weight for the last time. When you join Fit Moms Academy, you get everything inside of Fit Moms Accelerator, which is that 10-week jumpstart. And I want you to consider if this is you. So maybe you know you're all in and you feel like you're ready to break the chains of the weight struggle for good. Maybe you feel like you are so desperate to stop thinking about that scale and your clothes not fitting. And also you're ready to walk out that call that God has for you in freedom. Same thing, like you're ready to feel sexy around your spouse, have clarity around what to eat, stop using food as your coping mechanism, and you want to do all of this, all of these things with like-minded women where you feel supported and in a place where you know that you're not going to stay stuck. This is one of the main keys inside of what is now Fit Moms Academy. Lastly, if you want to work with me, if you want an expert to help you every time that your brain starts to tell you that it's better just to quit or throw in the towel or get stuck in your excuses, then Fit Moms Academy is the place for you because you are alongside women, you get accountability groups, we have weekly calls, you have a private Voxer channel with me where we get to help you to really break the chains for the last time. So that is the six month option. Now, the last thing I want to say about updates in our community for the year of 2024, we are doing six real food resets. Every other month, there will be a real food reset. Over the next few podcasts, I'll be telling you more about the type of results that women had in our previous real food resets. But if you join the accelerator or the academy before January 10th, you get access to all six of them. Now, here's the deal. We are reserving all of these resets for those who are inside of our paid Fit Moms communities so that you can reset your food and see the scale drop quickly. And you also have these tools built in to stay consistent. The number one thing that I hear from all the women that I either get on calls with or work with is that they struggle with consistency. So I don't want you to go through a reset and then just jump back into your old ways. We desire in Kingdom Fit Moms true change in your personal health and in your health legacy. And yes, of course, we love those quick results that you get inside of the Real Food Reset, but we do not want that to be the only results you get. We'll show you the power of real real food inside of the Real Food Reset and We're going to show you the power of letting God heal you and really believing that abundant life for the rest of your life. It's for you. When you join the accelerator, our 10 week boot camp for Christian weight loss, or when you join the Academy, the six month group coaching program with me by January 10th, you get access to six resets in 2024. Our next reset starts on January 10th. So if you want to be in that reset, you have to be inside one of our communities. And many clients have lost five or 10 pounds in just this two week time frame. So you will have access when you join this community to at least, <laughs> at least six resets over the next year. So if you value 2024 as the year you are committing to getting well and losing weight for the last time, then make sure you join 
Fit Moms Accelerator or Fit Moms Academy before you look back and say, goodness gracious, I wish I would have done this three, six, 12 months ago. Vicki, welcome to the Kingdom Fit Moms podcast. So thrilled to have you here today. Thanks, Kelsey. I'm so thrilled to be here. Yay, this, this is going to be a lot of fun. But yeah. um, for our listeners in the United States, you might notice a glorious accent. Vicki's going to tell us where she's from and how she's the, the first of, um, we're going to declare the first of many from this side of the world who are really doing things the Kingdom Fit Moms way. So tell us a little bit about you, Vicki, where you're from and what life is like. Okay. Well, I'm from, I am from the other side of the world. It's, um, it is actually Friday morning here, not Thursday evening. And um, I live in a little town called Deep Bay and it's a tiny town in Southern Tasmania, Australia. And um yeah, I'm loving it. And it is so exciting to be joined with this beautiful Kelsey and this beautiful group of women who um in from America and to be the first Australian. There's something mm-hmm. quite significant about that. And I love that. And I agree. Let's bring lots more Australians into Kingdom Fit Mums. Yes, I love it. And tell us, um, tell us a little bit more about you. You're married. Tell us. What what is life like right now in Australia? We're all jealous that it's summer, but <laughs> it is summer and it's beautiful and um it's um it's the end of the term for me. I'm a teacher, so I've just this week um I think today's my second day of holidays, so um so it's good. <laughs> life it's good. I'm on holidays. It's the sun is shining, it's beautiful weather. We had thunderstorms yesterday because it was warm. And I live on in Tasmania is a mountainous island. And so our weather can be a little bit all over the place. But um when it gets hot, it doesn't like it very much and it thunderstorms on us, and which I love. I love thunderstorms, they're exciting. And um, yeah, no, life is good. I love it. I'm, I'm married to Pete, and he's my second marriage. Praise God, my first marriage was um, was frightening, um, but out of that came three beautiful children, mm-hmm. who are now married to beautiful people, and they have ten children between them. So I'm a grandmother of ten. And loving it. That's one of my favorite, favorite parts of life. Um, being with grandchildren, teaching them the things of God for the for those of my children who allow me to do that. And um, yeah, life is good. I'm looking out the window, it's beautiful trees and there's birds in it and um the sun's shining. I live um right on a bay, so I'm blessed life is good. Life is good. Wow. We, we all want to come visit you. That sounds amazing. Oh, <laughs> and <please it's>, come. <laughs> we love that. And I love yeah. that. Um, you know, we have, we have people in our fit moms community that are similar to my phase of life where I have three little kids and we have fit moms who are fit grandmas. Right. And so that's yeah. the the beautiful part of the kingdom and what Jesus does is he connects us in ways that we probably never would have been connected. And so this is so 
cool that we're talking from across the world and getting to hear your story today. Tell us a little bit more. I love to ask all my guests three things that you're loving right now. So tell us, what are you loving right now besides what you've already shared? <laughs> well, I am loving the sunshine and I'm loving um, I'm loving walking on beaches again now that it's um, like I love winter on the beach, but I love it, especially when it gets warm. I'm pretty close to beaches, which is wonderful. Loving my grandchildren, uh, loving um, loving feeling better. Oh, my goodness. That's huge in my life. I'm feeling stronger. I'm feeling fitter. I'm feeling well for the first time in years, and that's really big. That's really big. Um, I'm loving that I've just gone on to come into holiday season, so I'm looking forward to that. Love Christmas, love New Year's. New Year's excites me because it's a place of new vision, new hope, and God always gives me a word in New Year's. So, yeah, love all those things. <laughs> Excited to hear what it is. And I'm curious with winter on the beach, as you were talking, how cold is winter on the beach for you? What does that mean? Uh, nothing like winter for you. Um <laughs> Nothing like it. We don't get, I'm not tromping through snow. Um, I live in a temperate climate. So, and I can't remember the Fahrenheit, but um, let's say 20 degrees is room temperature. That's a lot of our summer is sort of 20. It does get right up to 40, which is sweltering and hot. And I think a lot of you get 40 a lot. Um, 40, I think, is um a hundred and over okay. and um, but um but winter it gets down to um gets down to zero overnight and we have frosts and occasionally snow but it's mostly on a really cold day is 10 degrees and I can't remember what that is in Fahrenheit I'm sorry it's okay you don't understand but it's uh but it's okay. We get cold winds and you need coats and hats. and But you, you're not locked inside because it's snowing. Gotcha. And, and it's quite magnificent on an empty beach when it's wild and there's a sense of God's power and and the awesome creator who, who made winter beaches and summer beaches and spring. Don't you just, I love the seasons. We're very seasonal here. We get a very typical winter, summer, autumn, fall, spring. I, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love that. Rejoicing in the difference that mm -hmm. God makes. Yeah. yeah. Amen. I too. I, we can complain about the cold. I live in Illinois, which is pretty cold in the winter, but there is something awesome about snow and the seasons. But anyway, thanks for sharing a little bit more about your life. So let's talk about your health journey. Um, tell our listeners a little bit about, we want to know where you started. So what was your, where were your biggest frustrations with your health or your weight, um, you know, before we met, before we started working together. Tell us, tell us the before story. Okay. Um, I've gone from um, pre-diabetic for many, many years to diabetic. And I'd, I'd, I'd gone, um, I knew that if I didn't do something, I would become diabetic, but I didn't do it. And I was so disappointed in myself and so ashamed and and my mother's voice was continually ringing in my ears that said, you should know better. 
And um, and I totally agreed with that voice. I should know better. I actually understood good food, and um, but I didn't do it, and I didn't get fit, and I didn't get healthy, and I was feeling like a failure, and I was feeling very ill. I wasn't sleeping. I didn't have any energy. I my emotional health was poor. Um, I was pretty desperate, actually. <laughs> when I think about it, I was really desperate. And, um, oh, I've come such a long way. I'm so grateful. But, yeah, it was it was horrible. And I needed an answer. And I knew it needed to be a God answer. I was aware of that. But I didn't know which way to go. And um, and it was the word kingdom in kingdom fit kingdom fit mums that drew me because I thought, oh, kingdom. Kingdom is where the king reigns. I want that. I want the king to reign over my health journey. I want um I want him to show me. I mean, I think I knew really it was a matter of surrender, but it was just hard to know where to start really with it all. And um so yeah, I was I was desperate. That's where I was. And had you tried many other options before we connected, Vicky? Um, yeah, I was um I was doing paleo for quite a long time. I liked paleo. I didn't I never liked counting calories. I couldn't stand it. <laughs> it was just not me. And I did try it many, many, many years ago. I think ever since I had babies, which was 40 years ago, I've been trying to do things about my weight, but it only got worse after menopause. Um, so yes, I've done that. I've done Weight Watchers. I've done counting calories. I've done um, I've done fasting. I've done paleo. Uh, paleo was my favorite because it's mostly just good food, um, and I still like that type of eating. I like God food. I even did the Daniel's plan, Daniel plan, which was great. It was all about God food, but. No, I just never stuck to it. And, um, yeah, I always felt quite, felt like a failure always when it came to my health. Yeah. Yeah. So then tell us about what was that transition like for you, even in your heart to decide to go this way, to decide like, you know what, I think I want to work with Kelsey. I want to join Fit Moms Accelerator. Like, how did you decide to say Yes. I think I just knew it was God. I knew I was crying out and saying, God, I need I need a solution. And um and I just it was really something that I have never done. I've never joined a group like this. I've um but I knew I just knew in my heart it was right, really. There was no um there was nothing rational in it. I was drawn to the God aspect. I was drawn to your heart, Kelsey. I loved your podcast and I thought, I really like this woman. And and so I felt that I could trust um, and I could trust myself to you and your way of doing it. And, and I wanted to and I needed to. I knew that. I knew I was... Um, it was just downhill from here. <laughs> mm. It was, it, I was desperate. And um, 
and I don't easily trust and uh, because of my past so but I could trust you I knew that and that was my that was my step I knew that God was saying this is the way go this way mm. and so that's always my deciding uh, what does yeah, how I make decisions yeah wow and I am excited for you to share with our listeners just what that obedience to just saying yes. Now, again, for you, it's through our Kingdom Fit Moms way, but just the the yes to the surrender. And I love what you said earlier too. Like I knew I needed to surrender, but I wasn't really sure how, because I think that's so common. Like we, um, a lot of times I hear from women, like I, I want to invite God in. I've been praying for more motivation. I've been um, you know, trying to lay this down, but there's a process, right? And you have embraced that process. So tell us like through the process and learning how to lay that down and surrender, what, what has changed for you personally? Like what are some of the areas that you have seen um, success and breakthrough? Okay. I think, um, I think I'm really good at, and I have always been really good at saying, Lord, what do you want me to do? And then he'll tell me, yes, I want you to do this. And so I'll take hold of this and then I'll run off in my own strength going, yes, I will do this for God. And um, and then I crash and burn and, um, and fail <laughs> and run out of energy. And I had to learn how to, how to ask the questions, I think. And I had to say, Lord, what's going on here? Um, and I and that's and that was the heart of surrender that I needed. I um, I didn't even realize that when I feel, felt a pain, a fear, an anxiety, um, that I went and um, squashed it down with food, and and my prayer would be, Oh Lord, help me, help me, help me, rather than looking at what I'm doing this and surrendering that to God saying surrendering myself to God so that I would allow him to heal the pain so that I would f allow myself to feel the pain of whatever it is that's happening and trust God to come and be my comforter and I knew he was my comforter I would preach that God's comforter <laughs> but doing it in my own life was actually really hard and it was a matter of trust and a matter of surrender can i surrender this part of my life to god and um and i believed lies that well there's a lot of things in my life that are hard you know all this self pity um and so the very least i can do is just eat what i want to eat and um and it's not fair and i just believed a lot of lies and I had to surrender those. I had to surrender my thinking. I had to surrender the my belief systems around food and around um, around emotional healing. I think I understood emotional healing. I've worked with it. I've worked with people. I've worked through things myself. But it was like my eating, this part of me, I hadn't surrendered. I, I didn't want to surrender it. I had to really come to a place of saying, yes, Lord, here I am. Here I am. I trust you. I trust you in this. And it's been beautiful because my cry has been, Lord, I want to hear you more. 
I want to be led by you more. I want to hear your voice. I want to be close. I want to come into that secret place more and be in your presence and worship you. And, and yet there was this part of me that it was like, I sounded like I was totally in surrender, but there was that part of me that said, oh, except for this. No, 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 I'll just eat this. <laughs> and so that had, that was a deeper level for me and a deeper level of trust. And I had to say, okay, I want you to be my comforter. I want you to um, deal with the things that I am I'm holding on to. And I would hold on to, I would, even my, the way I held my body, I could, um, I've, I've, I've realized that I hold on to things and I protect myself because of, because of some stuff that's happened, you know, abusive type things. And I'm learning to let go of all of those things and to trust. And I've learned so much in our group to trust um, and to be vulnerable. It was easier for me to be the leader and helping other people than it was to be the vulnerable one. And um, and it's a very precious, tender journey. And, um, yeah, I'm so grateful for that, Kelsey. I love how you said surrender the belief systems around food because um, – that's and it's so complex, right? There are many aspects to that, but the enemy has distorted the way that we see food and our right to eat what we want, right? I say that with air quotes for those of you listening, but um it's it's a journey to allow God to transform your heart in the way that you think about it, right? And that's yeah. it's hard to give that up because it is such a source of comfort for so many of us. And so I just want to commend you and honor you for saying yes to that because it's it's hard, but it's so worth it, right? The the fruit mm. of doing things, we say this all the time in our community, right? Like God's ways are better. And we know that. And when we actually um, believe that and act it out, then the fruit is amazing, right? Yes, yes amazing. Yes, yes. So true. So true. And it's um, things that are so deeply rooted and um, things like, you know, the it's not fair mentality, you know, it's not fair, I can't eat that, you know, and, um, but there's, there's that, there's a scripture somewhere, oh, where is it, uh, just popped into my head that says, talks about the king's, the deception of the king's food, and I think it might even be in Daniel, actually, where they're talking about the feast um, that they're eating, and, um, I'm not sure how it came through, but I know there's that phrase in the Bible that talks about the deceptive food, the rich, deceptive, rich food. And it's the king's food for, and it's the special food. And it's the food that the people who were, um, who had authority and power and wealth ate. And yet God's food is wholesome and pure and beautiful. And I actually, the crazy thing is I love good food. So it was just all this thing in my mind that I had to get through. I, you know, I I actually really believe in good, wholesome food. So it was just such a, 
something I really had to be set free from, a, a wrong belief that had me bound. I was bound with this wrong belief and felt like I was just hanging on to this thing because it was the it was freedom which is a lie because it wasn't it was bondage and so I had to you know I had to repent of agreeing with the enemy because the enemy says this is the way you know you 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 should be able to have this food you poor thing Vicky <laughs> and I would go yeah that's right I should and it's a lie and it's a deception and it's um and I came to see that it's actually a sin to agree with that because I'm agreeing. I know why I did. It's because of emotional hurts. And, of course, that's where the enemy gets in. But I still think there needs to be a level of repentance. There did for me. I had to repent. I had to say, I'm so sorry, Lord, for agreeing with that. And it was like I had to step into the into a different lane and going, I'm not going to agree with that anymore. I'm going to get, step into this. I'm going to align myself with, with your truth, Lord, and I'm going to walk the way you want me to walk. And I'm going to eat your food. And uh, do I do it all the time? No, I don't. But I know it's it's easier to get back onto that track of truth now that I'm following that way. So, Yeah. Yeah, and even hearing you talk, I think a big part of your journey has really been growing in that spiritual authority. So tell us a little bit more about how um, just declaring God's truth and walking out the authority that you have in Jesus has manifested in your health journey. Um, yeah, I used to, um, I remember many, many years ago, a dear friend of mine, when I was going through a terrible time of abuse in my first marriage, um, said to me, I think you need to be more spiritually assertive. And it's stuck with me my whole life, that um, that phrase, because I tended to pray, oh, God, please help me, rather than putting on my crown, putting on my robe, a whole, uh, putting on the armor of God and putting on my identity in God and saying, hang on a sec, this is not God's plan for me. And I've I've learned to do that in many areas, but I never did that in food. Food was just, oh God, help me. And um and so there was no faith attached to it. And I think when you rise up in your identity and you know who you are and you know who God is, you know who your father is, you know who the king is and you know that you are his child um, Then, and that his favour is on you and he's given you authority, then that's what's happened to me in my health journey. And I've, um, I've risen up and learned that I'm not an orphan. That was the orphan spirit was a huge thing for me. I just identified with every part of it. I, I ticked every box. It was like, oh, that's me. Yes, I do that. Oh, yes, I do that. And um, and then when I repented from that um, wrong identity and put on who God has told me to, and I think we do need to have that putting on the taking off and the putting on, and it's a choice. And that's a choice I had to make. I had to stand up and go, no, food does not reign over me. I reign over what goes in my mouth. It's my choice. And the enemy does not 
tell me what I'm going to eat. And my flesh does not tell me what I'm going to eat. And um, so I learned to stand up. I learned to take a hold of the truth and know that the truth was good. And these and everything else, I believe, was a lie. It was a deception and and it was keeping me in bondage. And and I'm breaking out of that prison and I'm becoming more and more free and stronger and um, and courageous and and it's affecting other areas of my life too. It's it's changing so many things and um, it's affecting my work. It's um, I'm just feeling so blessed by this root that's been pulled out and. I don't even really know what's happened. I just know that God's done something big. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> well, sometimes that's like how our um, journey works. Excuse me, right? It's like we just we just do the thing and then we see fruit and we're like, man, that is, there is like this supernatural thing in God's law that we don't always understand, but it's good. We'll take it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll have it and I'll have more. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, give me more, Lord. Yeah, and the part I don't think you mentioned yet is, if you don't mind me saying your age, you're 63. I'm 63, 64 in less than a month. Yes. All right. Yeah. And Vicki, you for the first time, if I'm correct, are starting exercising, correct? I am. I, I exercised when I was younger. I, you know, walking and exercise was just such an, more of a natural part of my life. And being a mum, of course, keeps you fit. Um, you never sit still. But um yeah, I got very, very, very unfit. And yes, I am. I'm 63, very close to 64. And and I had a series of things happening. I broke my shoulder and um and when and I was laid up for a long time. It and I couldn't do a lot of things. And it put me way back. And and I was also exhausted from my work. I'm a school teacher and it's exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard, but it's good. That's my motto. That's my teaching motto. Um, it's um, and I just got really, really, really unfit, and everything was hard. And I started to even un um, realize that I was losing my balance, uh, which happens as you age. And I didn't like that. I thought. <laughs> I'm not old and um, <laughs> I've got to do something about this. And so, and it was interesting because when I first um, started listening to the fitness um, part of the course, I just thought, ah, nah, I don't think so. And, um, and, and didn't do anything. And, um, but then Kelsey suggested I get myself a fitness watch, which I did. My son, who is incredibly fit, always has been, and his wife, who do marathons and uh, also triathlons, and they never stop, um, helped me to choose one. And it was just a God appointment because I was going to buy one. I thought, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to buy a fitness watch. And I ran into them in the store. So they helped me to buy one and um, and I got a much fancier one than I was going to buy because that's what they said was good. So <laughs> I did and I loved it and I had such fun and um, I was um, I reacted to it to start with because it was so bossy. It kept telling me to stand up and <laughs> I thought, oh, goodness. And, um, and when I was at school, it, a couple of times it told me to, to, to take deep breaths. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I thought, well, you know, kind of scary one that knows about you, right? <laughs> it knew that my heartbeat was getting high. And I thought, okay, calm, Vicky, deep breaths. And so I actually loved that. It was fun. And I could see days when I did hardly any steps and days when I did a lot of steps. And that was when I was teaching. And so it actually showed me really clearly where I was at and it helped me and I wanted to to get the goal you know the walking goal and something started in me and then I started doing weights and um and strength training and I love that and I've joined a over 55 group and um and that was another place that I felt safe because it was physiotherapists who were saying, look, if it's hurt, if your shoulders are hurting, do the exercise this way. And if your knees are hurting, I thought, oh, these people are speaking my language. <laughs> and they're, uh, they're speaking to people over 55 who do have sore knees. My knees get sore and my shoulder is sore because of, um, of smashing it um, several years ago. And... Um, so it was good. I could work through things and they would say, if it's hurting a bit, it doesn't matter. And I'd think, okay, it doesn't matter. I can keep doing this. And I've got stronger and I've got fitter and my husband's amazed and I can walk up and down stairs easily. It used to be, it got to the stage where it was a bit scary walking up and down stairs because I felt like my balance and my strength were were gone. And um, And it's a scary place to be. But you know, 64, 63, it's not too, it's not too late. And um, it's, uh, I feel like a very late bloomer, <laughs> but that's okay. I feel like I'm blooming again, really. I, I, I went downhill and now I feel like I'm going, I'm going to get fitter than I have been for many years. And, um, and I haven't finished yet. I'm still on the journey and I, I want to get fitter. I want to get stronger. I want to continue to lose weight, continue to make good choices, um, continue to surrender it all to my God who loves me so much. And that's where, and trust him that he has the best plans. And I can see that. I can see his amazing love in this journey, which is so beautiful. I love that. And um I, you know, it, it just continues to amaze me when I said, Lord, I want to learn to hear your voice, that he He took me into this journey and said, okay, you're going to learn to hear my voice as you go through this journey. And in that, he's healing me and strengthening me and showing me roots and things I need to deal with. And, and I'm getting fitter and stronger and it's beautiful and and it's his it's his good way. It's his kingdom way. It's amazing. Yeah. And I just, I love your story for that reason, because for a lot of reasons, but you just are such an example that it is literally never too late, right? You can, you can make a decision, even if you feel so far gone. And it's just such a good reminder that he makes beauty out of ashes. Like the Lord can use anything. He can use your struggle with weight to yeah. draw him near to you and dig out roots and help you to heal emotionally and spiritually. And in the process, yeah, you yeah. get some nice fruit of, Hey, I'm going to feel better. I'm going to wear smaller clothes. I'm going to move more, you know? So all of that, it's just 
like from my perspective, I don't think there's a better job in the world, like getting to see people heal <laughs> and just walk out yeah. their calling and their bodies are healthy. So it's, it's yeah. good. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I'm so grateful, Kelsey. It's wonderful. So if somebody were to ask you, like, would you recommend being a part of Fit Moms Accelerator? Um, what would you say and why? Oh, I'd say yes, 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 do it. It's the um, best thing I've ever done for my health. It's um, why? Because you're in a great community and it's not just um, we're going to do it, it's the teaching that comes with it. Um, and I'm a teacher, so maybe I love learning and so um, that's probably really appeals to me, but I believe that it's a part of every journey. When we know um when we know why we're doing it and you know we all need to have a vision and a goal but when we know sort of the theory behind it you know when we know that there's roots in us that need pulling out um you know and it's I'm rambling aren't I <laughs> um it's good it's good yeah it look it's it's knowing um, it's all the training. It's a community of women, which is wonderful. It's the um, it's the fact that it's centered in God. That's it. it it's um, it's the only thing that I've done um, that puts God first, but and doesn't just put God first, but helps you to continue to put God first because of the community, because of the communication uh, with Kelsey and with the other girls. It's um, and it's ongoing, and um, the commitment of that I've had to do this has been genuine. I knew God wanted me to absolutely set this time aside and um, read God things about healing um, from my um, obesity and and um, do it all his way. And this um, Kingdom Fit Mums, it helps. It helps. It's it's done everything for me and um, and because God's at the centre. That's it. I love that. God's at the centre. Yeah. And if you, if you could have last question I have for you, if, if there was a fit mom, a kingdom fit mom who was sitting down with coffee with you, and if you could give her, maybe she's just getting started, just one piece of advice for her journey, like what would you share with her? I would say you need to surrender it. You need to surrender the um every part of it the disappointment the sense of failure the shame so much shame with obesity everyone knows what you've done wrong <laughs> you've eaten too much you're carrying it on your on your body the um your way of doing it your um you need to surrender and you need to surrender to the most loving wonderful caring god who has great plans and um and do it with other people do it in community do it in fit mums it's um that's what i'd say in a nutshell i'd say much more i'd have a long coffee we'd probably have several <laughs> your coffee would be cold like mine is right now too much talking not enough drinking <laughs> 
Well, thank you so much, Vicki. I know I am confident that your story is going to bless many, many women who are listening um, now and in the future. So thank you for sharing your heart and being vulnerable. And thank you for giving your yes to um, the journey and to healing. It's my pleasure. It was a joy, a joy and delight. Lovely. I love chatting to you, Kelsey. Thank you. Same to you. All right. Take care. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Hey, Fit Mom. If this episode blessed you today and you can think of somebody else who's struggling in her weight loss journey, would you consider sharing this week's episode with her to give her a sense of hope? And then while you're at it, hop on over to our free Facebook community, Kingdom Fit Moms, for daily encouragement and support. Let's go shed the weight to shine the light.